0: Every dog is different. You know, um, we, we've, we've got 10 here and every dog is different. And it's our job as owners and as trainers to try to get the best out of that individual dog, like find its strengths, find its weaknesses and and get the best out of them. And I think that that's what we're supposed to do with people around us.
1: Welcome to the Dogs are the Best Friends podcast. I'm Emily. And my best buddy, Flynn, is here too. The purpose of this podcast is to bring you some dog stories and a few tips along the way to help you and your best friend communicate. Stop. (laughs) I just started recording and you're making noise already. (laughs) You know what? I'm leaving that part in, in case any of you doubt that Flynn is literally right here with me. I met today's guest, well when I was looking for a Border Collie. And guess which Border Collie I bought from him? If you said Flynn, 100 points for you. So I met Billy when I was actually looking for a Border Collie puppy. And he said, well, you know, you have a busy life and I'm thinking this young Border Collie might be just the right dog for you. And I thought to myself, no way. I'm not getting older dog that I don't know what's happened or hasn't happened in his life. And I'm going to start with a puppy. That's the best way. Well, I pull up to Billy's. I get out and I look at the gate, this huge gate, and two dogs come running at me, two gorgeous Border Collies. Guess what happened? <laughs> I fell in love with Flynn. So he's mine, and I'm so grateful. I think you will really enjoy Billy and his stories, as he is very passionate about the breed. You can find Billy on Facebook. His full name is Billy Bishop. He is also on Instagram and his account is at Billy Come By. Any other things that we talk about, like the U.S. Border Collie Handlers Association and information like that, I will have in the show notes. If you want to share how you got into dogs, that would be great. You tell us like your background. So
0: I am a blacksmith and I drive from farm to farm and I spend a lot of time in the truck. And I had an old dog. He was an Austrian Shepherd Kelpie Cross, and he was a tremendous dog. And I had him, wow, oh, when I was in like the ninth grade. And he finally, he he passed away when he was 16. And wow. so he, I'm the only child, so that was like my brother. And so when he passed, um, I... I couldn't be without a dog. You know, I was so used to him being around. And so I got a mini Aussie and, and she went from farm to farm with me and her name was Reba. She was a tremendous little dog. And Uh I got married a couple years after, excuse me, after I had gotten Reba and uh, my, um, my wife at the time, she loved that dog. And so she asked if she could take her with her, and you know, I I absolutely told her, sure, you know, whatever you need. And uh, she, she, Reba, started staying with her and, and doing stuff with her. Well, that left me without a dog again. Yeah.
1: Oh, and gosh.
0: yeah, I seen a ad for a dog named uh, Jake on Facebook, and <laughs> it was a border collie, and I always wanted a border collie. Mm-hmm. and it was a border collie with no herding drive and i thought this is the perfect dog for me it's intelligent it's goey like me but it doesn't have any herding drive so it won't be ch- won't be chasing like my customer stuff so i i got that dog and my grandmother she adored that dog and she said i want one of those if all border collies are like that i want one of those <laughs> and so i bought her a puppy um, and she had that she had that puppy for about 2 weeks and she said this is no Fun. You've got yeah. that wonderful dog. And and he really acts like a golden retriever that's black and white. Like he lays around, uh, really? he plays a little ball, but that's about it. You know, like he's wow. just a great dog. Yeah. But he's li- like a border collie in no way possible. And so and she had that puppy uh. for about two weeks, and she said, This is no no fun. She said, You've got this puppy. <laughs> so much work. <laughs> She's like, You've got this puppy. Or I've got this puppy, and you've got this dog, and he's perfect, never does anything wrong. And she's like, I'm buying you a puppy. And so she bought me Libby as a puppy, uh. and I got Libby off of a lady named Cindy Carrington. I bought Libby and picked her up at Hubert Bailey's house in
1: Dawsonville.
0: While I was there picking up Libby, Mr. Hubert worked five border collies at once. Oh my gosh. There was a he had a flock wow. of sheep and he worked five dogs at one time. And and that really left an impression in my mind.
1: Sure. You know, oh yeah. Is is how
0: smart and how intricate you could be with the dog's moves and stuff. And so when I went home I I knew, you know, like this is kind of what I wanted to do. My grandmother and I, we, we talked and we're like, well, we need some sheep, you know, and so right. we bought three sheep and uh, we bought those three sheep and they were Florida Cracker sheep and, and they're I still got them now. They're the Golden Girls. They've gotten up in age Aww. and um, <laughs> I got those sheep and, and then we thought, well, we need a few more and now we've now we've got seventy three. That is amazing. <laughs> so so our farm so many. has grown, grown exponentially. Yeah. Just and, a little uh, bit, and <laughs> yeah. I, just a little bit, right? A little <laughs> bit, and and I've been able to take lessons from from supreme champions to um, to people from Europe and stuff like that that do the dog trials and and just dog training and trialing has. Uh, you know, has has been a tremendous part of my life and and it's really improved my life. It, it allows me to be more artistic in my horseshoeing because I'm not such in a rut in my thinking because I Hmm. come home and I practice and I, and I spend time with my dogs. And so it makes me more fluid in my thoughts.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: And, and it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a really neat blessing. And, and I, I think, you know, God knows what we need when we need it. So he definitely helped yeah. me out. And so, so we've just been able to, to go, go, go with the border collies. So I don't know where <laughs> I'd be without them now.
1: Yeah. They become such a part of your family. There's just no doubt about it.
0: Uh, the, the border collies, they, um, you know, they're, they're so sensitive and and maybe yes. not sensitive in a bad way, but they pick up on your tones and on your movement and, uh, and how, you, how you move and where yes. you're going. And so the Border Collies have definitely made me more aware of, of how I speak even, you know, because you true. can growl at a Border Collie and they can take it a little too far. So, <laughs> yes. so yeah, the, uh, they, they have taught me a That's whole true. lot about myself.
1: So Libby was your first, like, well, actually Jake technically, right. Was your first, but then Libby and then Libby's become a champion. Mm -hmm. Like she's done some amazing, you've done some amazing work with her.
0: You know, uh, she's been such a little blessing. Uh, We have flown on airplanes and went to sheepdog trials and all over Mm -hmm. the place. And, and we have chased cows out of the street for the (laughs) sheriff. we have done everything together and and she's she's my right hand lady um mm. and and she's anything you ask her to do like like she just knows what i'm thinking and, and i kind of feel like i know what she's thinking and we're just a, we're a, a really good team so uh so yeah she's and she has so much talent and so much will to please and, and she loves her job as well and so it's been such an opportunity like a sub opportunity and a blessing to owner because she's just taken me so far, you know, oh. uh, everything that, everything that I've been able to accomplish with the border collies has, you know, been kind of through God and her because, uh, right. she's definitely a winner. You know, um, you don't, you don't count anything out until she's run. And, and that's, wow. that's pretty special.
1: Can you explain a little bit about even what sheep herding is and what on earth they're doing and what you're doing out there with the dog and of how it works you know like give them a visual maybe
0: <laughs> absolutely um so the border collies they were bred in the borders of scotland to help manage large sheep for large sheep flocks in areas where men you know couldn't hardly navigate like on the side of mountains and stuff like that and so the dogs were bred to do a specific job and now we have trials where um we pretty much new task that a border collie would do. And we it's judged by a judge. And so you'll have an outrun where the sheep will be set at a distance, whether it be anywhere from a hundred yards to to five, six hundred yards. And some trials yeah. are even farther. And the dog is judged on how it goes out and gathers the sheep and border collies have a natural gathering ability which sets them apart from from other breeds but uh but their outrun is is judged, and then the sheep are brought to the handler or the the person running the dog and then there's uh they take the sheep away and they drive them, which They're pretty much pushing the sheep away from you and they push them away in kind of an upside down triangle per se, you know, where where the handler is the bottom point. And then there's two sets of panels about 21 feet apart to the left and to the right. So the dog drives them either to the left or to the right to the first set of panels and then drives across like in in front of you to the other set of panels and then typically back to what would be a shed ring where you might split the sheep up, whether, you know, the judge might want you to split. If you have four sheep, you'll split them in groups of two. Or if you have three sheep, you'll maybe just take one sheep away from the group and then we'll put them in a pin after it's over with. And sometimes the order is changed on the shedding and the pinning. But uh, all that is judged on, the lines that we, you know, we have to stay in kind of a three foot line to keep all our sheep in a, in a line. And the judge judges that. And every time we deviate off of that line, we'll lose points. And, and we start with a hundred points and your goal is to lose as little as points as you possibly can. And, uh, and, Sheepdog trialing is one of the most difficult things I think you can do with a dog because there's so many little nuances and so many little facets of the herding that, that you can't control. You know, um, you can't yeah. control the weather. You can't nice. control the geography. You know, mm. uh, you're, we do all of this communicating with the dog by whistles. And if there's hills or valleys, our whistles can be lost if it's windy.
1: Right. I was going to say wind could take it away. Yes.
0: Some of the the trials in South Florida, whenever the sea breeze comes on in the afternoon and the wind's blowing right in your face, it's essentially blowing that sound into your face. And so the dog is kind of on its own out there working. And so you have that to deal with. And then also you have the sheep. You know, Mm. um, sheep can be unpredictable creatures (laughs) and, uh, and it makes it pretty difficult. And then also you have the judge's opinion and, and then you have the dog,
1: you know, the
0: (laughs) the dog can decide, you know, like today is not the day I, I, or, 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 or or you, you can get nervous, you know? So, so it's one of the most difficult things to, to do, but, I love it because uh, you just never know what you're going to get and, and it's a lot like golf in right. in the way that you'll never perfect it. You may have good runs, but uh, you'll never be per- you'll never be perfect every day. Hmm. And it's one of the most rewarding things you can do with a dog because the other day I was practicing and I sent my young dog for sheep 880 yards away and that's a long way wow. and for for my for my young dog yes. to go and get behind sheep and listen to me that far away it just makes your heart sore you know because yeah because some people have a hard time getting their dog to lay down on a leash and for for right. for, <laughs> yeah. for my dog to to gather sheep and and listen you know when they're over a quarter of a mile away that's very special and it's just it's a real blessing to be a part of
1: it's so funny because it's hard to picture you being nervous you're so even-keeled so for you to say that just kind of cracks oh. me up because you do you don't ever seen that way like you're so easygoing and everything and then I've seen like I I don't get to see everything I'm sure because Facebook just you know you don't get to see everything but I've seen where repeatedly you've done very well at these competitions and I know you're not a someone that brags so I'll brag on you but I know that I've seen that you and at least a few of your dogs have done very well so congratulations on that and what a great partnership you've you know been able to develop with your dog. Uh,
0: Thank you thank you very much but you know, like I've, I've been blessed with talent and I've been blessed with, with people that's come into my life and dogs that have come into my life to help me. You know, sure. um, I've, I've had, you know, Cindy Good and, and, and Hubert Bailey and Brian Cash and, and just so many people that I'm sure I'm leaving plenty out, but, but have helped me <laughs> get where I'm going. And that's one neat thing about sure. the sheepdog community is everybody wants to win. You know, but right. but they're willing to help you win too. You know. Um,
1: oh, nice! The, yeah. the
0: first time I competed at the national finals, it was one of the the neatest things. And uh, I used to rodeo, and and rodeo, like everybody kind of wants everybody to do good, but they really want you to win second place because they want to win first place. <laughs> but but at the at the national finals, I I ran my dog, and and it was. It was, I was so nervous because there was all the great handlers there. And, and, and my my little dog was in full blown standing heat at the national finals. She's like winking at all the boys and I'm just like nervous. And I'm just (laughs) wondering if she even knows why we're there at this point. And all the people that go to the trials in our little group was right there by the gate cheering me on. And, and you know, like, I'll never forget that. That was a, a, a real sure. s- neat thing and, and, and it was really special and, and that's the way the community is for the most part. Everybody's wonderful.
1: That's really nice to know. That's the way it should be.
0: The sport is really neat and like the gentlemen used to wear three piece suits back in the in the seventies and eighties when they dog trailed. Like they came to show wow. their dog. You know, when they wow. came to town, they they came to town in three-piece suits and and showed their dogs, and you were kind of ostracized if you didn't wear proper clothing, and and that oh was in goodness. Europe, and and now things are a little more relaxed, but, but right, that's just it's just like a gentleman's sport at that point, wow. and now there's more ladies than there is men, and and, and oh, everybody you know tries to look their best and 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 run their dogs and. It's just a, a lot of times it's just poetry. So I encourage mm. everybody to go, go, see a, go see a dog trial.
1: And how do we find where when those trials are going on, Billy? Like what's the website for that? Uh,
0: uh, so we have the United States Border Collie Handlers Association or USBCHA. And they have a website and it's uh, USBCHA.com. And they have uh, a, a spot on that website that has the upcoming trials and you can look up those trials and and see if any of them are close to you. Um yeah, there's great. some fantastic trials all across the country. Right?
1: Yeah, I want I need to go see one of those too. I'd love to see that. And basically
0: we're just controlling instinct, you know. Um and and they're they're so intelligent. And so whenever you can, yeah. you know, get through to their intelligence and and you know, try to get them to to behave and be kind to the sheep and 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 some dogs are kinder than others. It's just fantastic be, to be a part of it.
1: So it sounds like you've learned some serious lessons from your dogs, you know, about from personality to every, you know, just discipline and do you have, I don't know if you want to share any of those kind of lessons with us or it's up to you.
0: Absolutely. Um tone, you know, how we speak mm-hmm. to one another is very important. And How you speak to a border collie is quite important. You know, they they really pick up on the little nuances and and the little inflections in your tone, and and people do that as well. And so, like I've learned to to speak in, you know, it helps me convey my thoughts a little bit better. And then also, every dog is different. You know, um, we we've we've got ten here, and every dog is different. And It's our job as owners and as trainers to try to get the best out of that individual dog, like find its strengths, find its weaknesses and, and get the best out of them. And I think that that's what we're supposed to do with people around us, you know, is, 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 is is lift them, lift them up and, and find out what they're good at and brag on that. And, and, you know, like I border collies have taught me, countless things we'd be here all night if I could if I could tell you you know and
1: (laughs) right I get that yes
0: (laughs) and and you know that one of the most special things about dogs that uh that I think all of us can use is dogs don't hold grudges you know they they honestly do not hold grudges they they forget things that you know maybe maybe something didn't work out and you're a little disappointed in them. And next thing you know, they go grab a stick and they want to play. And you know, maybe you do something that, that they, they don't like, well, they don't hold a grudge and dwell on it. They just move on. And, and dogs are so in the moment. And that's something that I I think everybody could really benefit from is, is living a life like a dog, you know, (laughs) like, like just right. live in the moment. Don't worry about the future or worry about the past. Just, uh, just be happy with where you're at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people talk about that with their dogs staying in the moment, but you just pointed out the past part. So often we have regrets or we go back to the past and it's over, it's gone. And it's, and we might as well focus on now and what we can do better now and how we can be better to each other. Like you said. Yeah. Very true great lessons. there. Uh, <laughs> I'm so grateful to finally, you know, have you on the podcast. This is great. Thank you so much. Please be sure to like, and subscribe, and please do share this with your friends.